Welcome to Don't Quit, where you come to be encouraged to live a better life full of joy and purpose. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are talking about how society is killing our creativity and mental health in the name of more productivity and time efficiency. And we're going to talk all about how to combat that in your life right now. So let's jump right into this episode. Have you ever noticed that we are obsessed as a culture with the need for things to be done fast? Have you ever thought how it seems like everyone is just racing around trying to get things done and there just never seems to be enough time? Maybe you notice this in your own life. Maybe you notice this in the people around you. But I know for me, I feel this in my own life all the time as I rush around trying to accomplish a million and one things in a day. And that's kind of the inspiration behind this episode. I was just really excited to look into how to combat this in my own life because I don't like the feeling of always rushing around. And I've noticed that it does not lend itself well to even being a parent. Um, When you're rushing your kids, they tend to get frustrated. They tend to have meltdowns. Rushing is just never good. So we're going to break this down and really look at this topic today. If we compare our pace to the pace of Jesus's life, there are like no similarities. He never rushed because he moved at God's pace. And I want you to really listen to this today. Hurry is not from God. It's the world's pace. And I think when it really comes down to it, this obsession that our culture has with being busy and with hurrying isn't even just a scheduling problem. It's really a heart problem. In everything we we do, we want to be quick, right? We want to be more efficient, more productive. And then on top of that, speed is even rewarded in our society by things like career promotions or others. Have you ever heard somebody say, oh, you're so good at multitasking. I wish I had that kind of energy. And honestly, even our own personal belief that we're doing something well, the quicker that we do it. The scary part though, is when we cram all this stuff in, how is there any time for connection with others and more importantly for prayer and relationship with our creator? So I want to just have some real talk with you today. My big thing is I think I always need to clean the house and I just feel unsettled if everything is cluttered. But no matter what, the house eventually just ends up back at square one, no matter how much I clean, no matter how much time I take. And the only thing I gained was missing out on valuable time that I could have been spending with my kids. So when we really come down to it, you're not even accomplishing anything. You're just rushing around. It doesn't help you do things better. If anything, it only increases your chances of being stressed and negatively affects those around you. I think it's really exciting to think how when you determine that you're going to stop rushing and start slowing down, you're going to enjoy life more. Things will become more interesting. You're going to worry less. You care for others more. You make fewer mistakes and you're more focused. And you know what's really crazy is have you ever thought that rushing around actually has this addiction effect where once you do one thing fast, you feel the need to keep going and get more done or accomplished? When we rush around trying to do all the things, we end up becoming stressed, becoming egocentric, missing important details of our lives, destroying our relationship with God, decreasing our capacity to love others, increasing the power of temptation, numbing us to injustices, 
increasing our narrow-mindedness and legalism, clouding our purpose, and diminishing our passion. After hearing that list, I really don't think that we want to be rushing around. I don't know about you guys, but our world just really floors me sometimes. And I look at my own life and am disappointed in many, many ways because I realize that I have just fallen right into these problems of our culture. And I want to push against that in my life. But I just look around and realize that we are more selfish than ever before. There is this idea that we should only do things that bring us joy and help us get where we want to go. And it really makes me sad because what happened to blessing others or lending a helping hand when we see a need? I want to take a moment and just tell a quick story. One of my very, very closest best friends, she lives a few minutes from me and I have been just enormously blessed by her and just the fact that she's a Christian and a wonderful mom and just a wonderful friend who would be there for me for anything just means the world. But the other day I was having this health problem. I needed to get some natural medicine and she literally just stopped everything, got it together and gave some to me. And it just made me realize how much community is important and having people that you can trust that love you, that would drop everything to help you go through something hard is so important. And I would encourage you, if you don't have people like that in your life or the people you do have would not do that for you, find new people because there are people out there with such good hearts. And I know I have a gem in her and I'm just so thankful that God brought me to her and that we can be really great friends. But I think that it's so important to lift each other up and be there for each other through the ups and downs of life. The two most basic verses in the Bible about this is Philippians 2.4. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And 1 Corinthians 10.24, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. And I think we've really walked away from this idea in a sense. We're just so busy looking out for ourselves. But taking that extra step to help others is going to be one of the best things you can do even for your own heart. I want to recommend this book that I have just been changed from reading and it has been one of the biggest blessings that I have had recently in my life and that is the book Follow Me by David Platt. He is a an, an amazing, just a very encouraging, he's a pastor, he was a missionary, he is really incredible. He's adopted a lot of kids and it's just really neat to watch his testimony and how he just encourages you to think about how you're living and to think about what this world is really about. It's a New York Times bestseller and it will change your life. I would suggest every Christian should read this book. It is just incredible. And I think in our attempt at completing things, we end up missing out on the real reason we're even here. And recently, I don't know if it's just my age or maybe it's just the time we're living in. I've really been passionately praying that God would show me his will for my life. And when I started praying for this, I started reading this book and David Platt in this book, Follow Me, he talks about how we're so busy chasing God's will for our life when he's already given it to us. And just reading this, just it changed me because it made me realize that he's right. We have one reason as Christians, we're to be out there discipling others. That's why God even has us here. He literally comes into our heart 
and lives in us to help us in this task of being fishers of men and discipling others. If you question that, you're a Christian, you question that, I suggest you go read this book because it will lay it out much better than I'm doing right now. But I just am so encouraged that no matter whether you feel like you have a gift to disciple others, God wants you to do that. The Holy Spirit is there to give you the words. He promises in the Bible that the Holy Spirit is ready. As soon as you speak and start telling someone about Jesus, he's going to help you do that. That's why we're here on this earth. We're here to bring others the saving knowledge of what a relationship with Jesus can bring to their life. And we can't even do this if we don't have the time to slow down. I know in my life, personally, I've been slowing down by encouraging hobbies in my life that are beneficial, such as reading, drawing, I've really gotten more into drawing, and just praying, just taking time to have quiet time is so important. In the Bible, Jesus frequently talks about how he removed himself from the world, from this, this world. He spent time alone in prayer and solitude. And in those moments, Jesus received the strength to fulfill his mission. He received the confidence to continue his mission and the wisdom to discern the ways of God from the ways of the world. And we as Christians need that too. So now let's jump into the negative things that can happen when we are rushing around. The first one is temptation. When you are rushing around, you are going to make mistakes. Sex before marriage, stealing, drunkenness, porn addiction, these are all results of looking for instant gratification. If you didn't catch that, stop it, back it up a little bit, listen to that last list again, and really think those are times when you want instant gratification. When you learn to nurture patience and waiting, you trust God to give you the things in time that Satan says you need now. The second thing is injustice. As Kirk Jones said, hurry is a desensitizer snuffing out moments of intimacy with life to the point that we get used to living day after day with little deep feeling. When your life moves at a freeway speed, you have no time or energy to consider the world outside of your lane. You become desensitized and unaware of brokenness in the world. Your heart ends up becoming callous to the things that break God's heart. That should quite frankly scare us. The third thing is narrow-mindedness and legalism. So in today's world, information is at our fingertips. We have podcasts, we have preacher sermons that we can get with just a few clicks. We can purchase books with our phone. We can just type in a question on Google and get the answer in seconds. You would think with all this information that we as Christians would know more about God than ever, but that's the problem. Information teaches you about God, but it doesn't connect you to him. Information just increases knowledge, but knowledge alone leads to legalism. Truly knowing God requires discernment and wisdom. And these are going to grow incrementally through reflection, solitude, prayer, Christ-centered community. Those are all ways that we can grow in our relationship. The fourth problem is it clouds our purpose and diminishes our passion. I think purpose is one of those trendy words, but in a hurried culture, our life's purpose is determined by what we do. It's all about what we can see or what we can hold. But God's idea of purpose isn't about doing, it's about becoming. So you can do good things for God, but if those good things don't flow from a relationship with God, discovering our purpose is going to feel a lot like looking for something that doesn't exist. 
So think about these questions. Are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, are they increasing in your heart? Are you a person of integrity? Are you trustworthy? Do the people who know you most respect you? A hurried life looks externally for answers to life's big questions, but a life at God's pace looks internally for these answers. The fifth problem is rushing causes us to be stressed physically and psychologically. Think about when you're doing something fast. Are you tense? Are you less relaxed? If so, you're putting physical and emotional strain on your body. It's a natural response to stress to become tense. And then when the stress passes, your muscles can relax again. So think about this. If you're stressed out all the time and you're rushing around all the time, your muscles are more likely to be constantly tense. And then that can lead to headaches and migraines. And experiencing stress over a long period of time is actually worse. It actually can promote strokes and heart attacks. Another problem of rushing around is we tend to only focus on ourselves. A 2015 study published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology General found that people experiencing anxiety were more likely to exhibit egocentric behaviors. And what is rushing if not an anxiety-ridden behavior? Think about the last time you were hurrying to or from work and saw a car broke down along the side of the road. Did you stop to help that person? Probably not. So the scariest part is rushing kills our empathy for others. We just justify our decision to ignore people in need because we're in such a hurry that we don't have time to stop. This is just a fun fact, but recognize if you tend to dominate the conversation. If you're interrupting others or talk over those around you, you likely aren't taking the time to slow down and actually be a part of the conversation. We have a tendency to unintentionally try to control and expedite conversations by finishing other people's sentences interrupting right or talking over them and unfortunately this isn't going to make people feel validated or cared for so now let's talk about how can we change this how can we slow down and solve this problem because we do not want to live a life that is rushing around and taking on all of these horrible characteristics and i want to say slowing down doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything it just means you should experience more of the things you are doing. I want to put a little disclaimer out there. If you work in the corporate world, my husband does work in the corporate world. Thankfully, he has a wonderful job and an amazing boss who supports him, who gives him family time and is a really great boss. But not everyone can be that way. And even Rick has to sometimes hurry and get projects done because that's part of the corporate world. So although you can attempt to push this back and take your time, it tends to be that fortune and promotions do come to those that can get stuff done quickly, juggle meetings, phone calls, and make time because it's for the profit of the company. That is one reason why we personally have a goal of trying to get out of the corporate world eventually because we want to be able to have time not to retire and do nothing. We want to be able to pour time and energy and resources and love and compassion into others. And we want to make a difference in this world. And I think the more time we have to be able to do that, the better off it will be. So you can, of course, try to break out of that. But in the meantime, if you do have a corporate job where you just want to slow down in life, as I think we all could benefit from, try the slow approach. So the S stands for see that you are rushing. Do you feel stressed? 
Is it because you're rushing? So notice that. L is for live that moment. Stop trying to get ahead. Just take in the moment you're in. O is for open awareness. If you need to, go back and repeat the S and the L steps to calm down and then keep an open awareness. Notice what crosses your mind and recognize these thoughts without judging them. The W is for wait. After you finish what you're doing, take a few minutes to wait and relax before moving on to anything else. You could try journaling, drawing, taking a short walk, etc. Slowing down is going to allow you to make clearer decisions, have better communication. Your mind will become more quiet and peaceful, which will promote engaging in prayer, creativity, and thinking more easily. And as the writer and encourager Nikki Bannis wrote, slow it all down. Pause from your full calendar and long task list. Take a moment or 10 to simply be, to remind yourself that this is life right here and right now, to reacquaint yourself with your pulsing heart and your incredible body that allows you to do all that you do, to remember that life is precious and fragile and should be lived in love, to remind yourself that whatever is happening or wherever you find yourself in your journey, it is all as it is supposed to be. I hope this episode encourages you to start slowing down. Your family members, people that rely on you and love you, your spouse, your kids, they deserve for you to slow down and be present. Get rid of distractions, focus on them, and live a life full of freedom and intentional happiness and joy it's going to all come about when you put everything aside don't forget new episodes come out every wednesday at 5 a.m and i can't wait to see you back next wednesday leave a review over at apple podcasts if you enjoyed this episode and i'd love to hear from you on instagram at don't quit podcast have a great rest of your week